Welcome to Free Flow Friday, powered by the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. I'm Dave DeBow, and I'm very excited to give you an over-the-shoulder learning experience around raising capital, as well as other tips, tricks, and strategies to help you on your real estate investing journey. So let's start. Let's discover together. Now, here's what I want to do. Let's, I'm going to try and teach a bit of something that I learned about recently, and I think it's really, really high impact for us, okay, as real estate entrepreneurs. And and it's about when the heck will they invest, all right? That's what I want to focus on for the next, let's say, 15, 20 minutes, depends on how chatty we are, just kind of go over this, right? So a lot of us, when it comes to raising capital, here are some of the big things on our minds. And forgive me for lumping you into this, but this was at least the stuff that was on my mind when I was first starting to raise capital. And that is, how can I get the money to do my deal, right? I self-financed my first few deals, ran out of cash, ran out of credit, needed more money, heard about this whole other people money, other people's money thing. How can I get money to do my deal? Who's going to invest with me, right? Who am I gonna go after as my investor? So who's gonna be investing with me and how much are they going to invest in my deal? And when, Will I be getting their money for my deal? Okay. And how much of my profit do I have to give them for their money? So it was all kind of me, me, and me. And then the other big thing was when the heck can I get the money? Because I'd like to get it now or yesterday if possible. Okay. I won't ask you guys to put up your hand and, and see if you can relate. But I mean, this at the core of it, this is kind of where a lot of people come into the whole raising capital side of things. And what I want to share with you today is a little bit of a shift in mindset. So yes, we want to raise capital. That's what we're doing this for. It's to grow our portfolios and create our income, our net worth, our lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, we probably have to use other people's money to make that happen. And we'd like to get it now. But we also need to be, we need a little reality check on the fact that it's not all about us, right? I mean, I know this sounds pretty basic, but it's really important that it sinks in, right? Because typically for most people, it's like, hey, I'm gonna run out and I'm gonna do all this stuff and I wanna get some cash and I wanna get it quickly. And there's no problem about that, about that that's for sure. But we lose track of the, the long-term. So recently I've been restudying a very, very smart, entrepreneur named Dean Jackson. And Dean is originally from Toronto. He now lives in Florida. He was a realtor for many, many years. He's, a, he's been a realtor. He's a, he's a business guy. He's a marketer. He's kind of a thought leader. He's also a, an investor. So he kind of gets what we're talking about here. And very, very brilliant guy. And in fact, just last two weeks ago, October 23rd and 24th, I think it was, I spent two days with him virtually on Zoom paid him a nice tidy little sum. I think it was around 5,000 bucks and got to be part of a little small group mastermind session. So there's me covering up my bald spot with my baseball cap there with, with Dean and some other guys going through that two-day mastermind kind of thing. And here's one of the things that Dean brought to my attention. And he didn't invent this or anything like this. He's just kind of reporting on this. And this this applies to 
whatever kind of business people are in. We're in the business of real estate investing. We're in the business of raising capital. That's part of our real estate investing business. So keep that in mind as I talk about this because it's not directly real estate focused, but it definitely connects, all right? So there is a company in the States and their whole business is all around following up with people and doing lead conversion studies. Now, what does that mean? That means, for example, who here is familiar with like a, a trade show? Who's been to trade shows in the past? Yeah, okay, perfect. So what these guys do is that they follow up with people who have shown interest in something. So anyhow, they, they follow up with people who, you know, if, if you fill out like a little questionnaire or something like that, or you, you show interest in something at a trade show, have you ever done that? Where you fill out a little form or something like that, or put in your business card. So what these guys do is they follow up with people at regular intervals. I think it's like monthly intervals for 18 months, just to see who has bought something or not. So for example, you go to the trade show and you're interested in a hot tub. So you fill out, you go to the hot tub guy's place and you check off your name or whatever for drawing a raffle. And these guys will follow up with you and they're not trying to sell you a hot tub. They just say, hey, Douglas, have you bought a hot tub? Right? And you say yes or no. And they keep following up with you. So let's say you've got 100 people that have shown interest in that hot tub. And what they do is they follow up with folks for 18 months. And over those 18 months, here's what they found. Approximately 50% of the people will actually buy the hot tub or buy whatever it was that they were showed interest in. Might not be from the original people that they looked at it with, but they will take the action. Does that make sense, you guys? You follow along with it here? So half do, half don't over the following 18 months. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. Because again, ourselves, just like pretty much every business owner out there, we're looking for the quick conversion. We're looking for the quick cash. We're looking for the investors to jump on board right away. Okay, and that's really what most of us focus on. And again, most businesses, most stores, most companies, they're really out to get you to buy something today. You know what I mean? You know, the offer sales, you know, we're coming up to <laughs> Black Friday and pretty soon it's going to be nutso. You know, it's, it's all about buy now, buy now, buy now. But here's the interesting thing. They followed up for the 18 months. And here's what they found about when people actually bought the thing, right? So 50% bought, 50% didn't buy. Out of the 50, let's say there's 100 people all together. Out of the 50 people who did buy, here's what's really interesting. Only seven of them bought within the first 90 days, three months, okay? Only seven people. So about 14, 15%, okay? 43 of those 50 people, or in other words, about 85%, bought somewhere between month number four and month number 18. Now, when I heard this, it was an immediate 
light bulb moment for me. It was like, holy crap, okay? This is especially true for us because we're not talking about somebody buying a $3,000 jacuzzi, right? We're talking about somebody investing 50, 75, 100 grand or more with us. So it might even be a, a longer cycle before somebody feels comfortable, ready, willing, and able to invest with us. Does that make sense, you guys? Give me a little hands up if you're following along here with me, all right? So let's say we've got our list of 200 people. And you guys have heard me preach about this, and this is what we are we try to do with you, is come up with this list of 200 people, and then this is gonna be our target group of prospective investors, okay? So let's say we start doing the marketing stuff that we talked to you about, right? Let's say we start doing the marketing stuff that we talked to you about. And over the next 90 days, the next three months, we get 20 people, so 10% of your list, to show interest in one way or the other, all right? So this might be doing a ninja practice session with you for your presentation. It might be getting them to come to your webinar. It might be getting them to put up their hand, respond to one or more of your marketing pieces. It might be getting somebody to book an appointment with you or opt in for something. You know what I mean, you guys? So they do something, they show some interest. So we get 20 of them to do this over the next 90 days. Well, over the next two years, if we do things right, we know that 10 of them aren't going to invest no matter what, right? That's just statistically speaking, just because they say they're interested doesn't mean they're actually going to do anything. But the good news is, and this is what we need to focus on, 10 of them probably will invest with us if they're able to over the next 18 to 24 months. And that's awesome because for a lot of people, that's way more than you actually need to do whatever it is that you want to do over the next couple of years. All right. But here's the thing. Out of those 10 people, only one and a half, <laughs> one, between one and two of them will actually do this sooner rather than later. So that's the real, the real low-hanging fruit. And eight or nine of them will invest with you between month number four and month number 24 if you keep this following this follow-up sequence going. Does that make sense? If we do a good job of staying top of mind with them, and if we don't turn them off. You guys follow along with me here? So this was like a really big aha moment for me because we're already, you know, we're thinking about me, 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 me. I'm ready. I've got a portfolio to grow. I've got stuff to do. I'm ready for your capital. Invest with me now. But if that's all we focus on, then we're leaving the vast majority of the capital still locked up in their bank accounts. You guys follow along with me here? So this was a really, really, really big light bulb moment for me. So what does this tell us? Just because we want it now doesn't mean they want to invest with us right now. And if we only focus on the hot to trot ones, and we forget about the rest of them, we're leaving the vast majority of the capital, 85% of the capital on the table. 
So that way, we need to always remember we need to play the long game and be patient about this as well. Okay. So with that in mind, here's what I think is a really good strategy to deal with the situation. So we don't want to, of course, we want to focus on the quick capital people right away. We don't want to, you know, if they're ready to invest, let's accept gratefully and appreciatively accept their capital. No, no reason not to do that, right? But we want to do it in such a way that we don't turn off the 85% of the folks who could and would invest with us long-term once they're ready, willing, and able, okay? So how do we do this? We need to continually provide value. We need to continually edutain the people on our list. Keep top of mind with them so that when they... When time and circumstances change, when they're ready, when they, they just finally, it's the right time for them, we are going to be the ones that pop to mind. Give me a thumbs up if this is making sense, you guys. Yes? Okay. Who else thinks that this is kind of a, a cool concept, right? This is, is this kind of, is this kind of new for anybody else besides me? <laughs> Wasn't... It makes sense, but I didn't know the numbers were this skewed. I had no idea that the numbers were this lopsided, right? You know, 15% short-term, 85% longer-term, right? So that's really important. So here's how I think we should do it. So we always want to encourage people to take the next step. The next step with us, with the whole system that I talk about anyhow, isn't to cut us a check for 100 grand. The next step with us is to book a one-on-one -on -one meeting and have a conversation and see if it's a good fit for them. See if we're a good fit for them, if they're a good fit for us, if what we're doing meets what their goals are and vice versa, right? That's what we want to do. So we always want to encourage people to take that next step, but we want to do it without being a pain in the butt, without being high pressure. And one of the things that Dean Jackson has introduced me to, which I think is absolutely brilliant, is he uses what he calls a super signature at the end of his emails, a super signature. So whatever the heck he's talking about in his email, and then at the end, he adds this in. And whenever you're ready, here are whatever, two different ways or three different ways I can help you see if real estate investing is a good fit for you, right? One way could be, hey, opt in for my free video on the 13 ways real estate rocks and everything else sucks, all right? Or take a look at my upcoming webinar on the seven different profit centers in real estate investing. Or grab a copy of my book, No Sweat Real Estate Investing. Or book a one-on-one -on -one conversation and let's see if this makes sense for you. Here's my link. Here's my calendar link, right? So we, we got different options that people can take depending on their comfort level. Everything's moving them towards that final objective which is to book a one-on-one -on -one meeting with us. Well, hey there, thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review, that'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm gonna invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book, right back there, there it is. The Money Partner Formula, you can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook, 
investorattractionbook.com. Again, investorattractionbook.com. Take care.